0: And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode 87 today. Week 4 preview. Your host, TJ Savarro, joined alongside me, Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman, my father, Tommy Savarro. Kurtzman, how are we doing
1: today, brother? Um, Good. We had a week off. Uh, getting ready to get back after it. I hope everyone's game planning, getting ready for a big week 4. Um, see, Getting late in the season, so got to start picking up some wins to uh, ensure your playoff spot. Uh, before I go any further, just want to shout out our sponsor again, uh, Dulce Vita Pizzeria, an Italian restaurant located by um, Ralph's Ices on Route 34. Um, they do Tuesdays and Wednesdays. They do ten dollars large cheese pies, so a good cheap pie, but high quality pizza. So uh, make sure you stop in, say what's up to Joe, and uh, get it, grab a nice meal. Dad, how are we doing today? <laughs> Sorry,
2: <laughs> just. Uh... Jones for some football. I'm uh, upset that I missed it last week. Yeah. Uh, We had a week off. Happy Easter to everybody.
1: Uh, Kurtz, anything you want to say about uh, the league this week? Uh, No, just stressing we are at Rebels Field this week. Uh, Rain or shine. Uh, Hoping the rain holds, but um, we are there. Let's make sure we're picking up our trash, not leaving trash in the parking lot or the trail in the woods on the way to the parking lot. Um, there's a lot of trash cans around the field. So make sure to use them. Thanks.
0: All right. Yep. We are back at rebels with that being said, let's jump into this week four schedule. 9. AM slate. Kirsten will start with your team, your game, 9. AM slate Wyoming against MSU against Michigan state. The Sam Allen led Michigan state team. Uh, dad, I'll start with you on this one. How are you feeling about this matchup here?
2: Well, I heard that Kirsten's going to be
1: shorthanded on this
0: one. Yeah. Kirsten. Yeah. Go through with people who are out.
1: Uh, no Danino, no Morick, and no Dom. So uh, we're going to get a sub, but we only got seven of our guys there. So uh, we'll persevere. We'll want to know when we only have seven guys. So
2: we'll be all right. I'm done. Well, with, uh, well, I heard uh, – can we say who he's subbed yeah. from? All right, so Dylan's subbing from, which is a, a great pickup. That will help you know offset uh, Danino. Not quite, but you know <laughs> Dylan's one of the better receivers in the league. I just expect a big game from Pat this week. He's going to – put the rest of the league on notice uh, to, to show who he is and uh, what he can be for, uh, you know, a f- possible first round the next year. So you got Pat and
0: having a big game, Dylan stepping up in that spot. How do you think, uh, how do you think Michigan State uh, stops Kershman though? What do you think the, the key to their success
2: is? Well, their strength is their line, uh, their, their f- uh, front four. Um, is Frankie crucial playing this week? Is that, as nah. far as you know, is Michigan? Haven't, haven't heard, haven't heard anything. So I don't know. All right. Well, between, uh, uh, Bellheimer. Belheimer, and, and Douglas, and you got Frank Caruso there, and um, the new guy Hazard. Hassard, great player. Uh, those guys are—they're really a force defensively. So Kirsten's gonna have his work cut out for him. Uh, offensively, I, I know they uh, uh, Michigan State rebounded uh, from poor performance uh, in consecutive half, so the week before that they played. They put together a nice, uh, a nice little offensive game against Bama. So hopefully they can keep it up, and uh, I'm sure that uh, right now that, uh, Oh God, Sam is at home and he's, uh, plotting and, and he's coming up with, uh, some special plays for Kurtzman's team. But, uh, are we given no, uh, not, yet, right not yet, not yet, yet. not yet. Kurtzman, I expect it to be a good game.
0: Kurtzman, how are you feeling about this game?
1: Um, I mean, listen, Sam, Sam is a smart, a smart football mind. I know he's going to come in with a completely different, probably different scheming game plan that he has in the first half of the season um we'll be ready for what he's done what he, what he's put on film and what we possibly expect could come to add to their offensive schemes on defense i know he's going to try to make me throw um last year against the bucks he had the he was running the defense that held us to zero through a half and then we ended up scoring winning winning the game late scoring uh four second half touchdowns but um, I know Sam's going to have a good game plan in place And his players are going to be ready to go So all you can ask is that our guys go out there Execute the game plan And uh, hopefully come out with a victory Yeah, Sammy
0: Darts is going to have to be Sammy Darts In this one if, if uh, Michigan State's going to win I think obviously um, That's going to be the, the line matchup They probably have a little bit of the advantage On the line against you guys As they do against most teams in the league You're going to have to do a good job Making people miss and extending plays To uh, And honestly, if, if he makes you throw You're going to have to beat him with your arm too because if, that, if that's the key to doing it, then that's the key to doing it. But I think Sam in this game is going to have to, like, you know, I think he's going to have to really step up and be the MVP of the game if Michigan State's going to win. He's going to have to make big plays, both with his feet and with his arm. He's going to have to draw stuff up. He's going to have to really have it going if they if um, if Michigan State wants to win in this game. You know their guys are going to get right. You know Bellheimer, Douglas, um, Hasser. These guys are going to get right for Sam, and he's going to get them in positions to make big plays. But – I think it's going to come down to Sam and, and, you know, is he – no, this game – this has to be a game, no turnovers, no mistakes from Sam. Can't take any unnecessary risk down the field that he doesn't need to. Not that I I think he will, but he has to play a pretty mistake-free game if he wants to win this one. Uh, I guess I'll start off with my pick. I'm going to take Wyoming in this one. I think Kurtzman's team, they're they're fiending to play after. Obviously, last week they didn't get – or two weeks ago now – they weren't able to play, so it has been a while since you guys have played a game together. Maybe that is a little bit of a disadvantage uh, by your team that we didn't talk about, but I still like Wyoming in this one. I think Kurtzman's going to have a big day. Dad.
2: Uh, when you talk about Sam, you know, I know he's got a you know plan for the offense. Sam is also he, – he's the head coach of that team. He calls the defense. I'm on that sideline every week, and I'm watching them play, and Sam is calling the defense almost every single play. So uh, it's not he's, – he's a two-headed monster, Sam. But, uh, in this case, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Wyoming this week. It's going to be wow. a close game, but I'm going Wyoming. I not. was expecting
1: I was expecting Tommy to pick Michigan State, not not in a bad way. Just I thought um, I thought that's where you were leaning with your pick. Um, yeah, obviously I'm taking myself. I think that my D line is salivating at the opportunity to go against Sam because Sam is the most sack quarterback in the uh, in the league so far this season. Um, so I think. If he's going to, if he's gonna, he's got to change that a little bit. I think he needs to be able to do a better job making guys miss in the backfield. backfielder. It could be a, a rough day for the Michigan state offense, but we're taking Wyoming on the side and we're ready to rock.
2: Put a lot of pressure on Pat. He's got to step up.
0: All right. There's, there's your, that's your call out of the week. You're calling you this target. Kurt, all right, Don't
2: Kurt. lose him. <laughs> all right.
0: Let's go to the other nine o'clock game, Oregon versus Florida. Kurtz. I'll start with you on this one.
1: How are you feeling about it? Um, I think that the key to the game is going to be can Oregon's offensive line um, stop the defensive rush of Florida. I think uh, Florida's done a pretty good job so far this year, getting pressure on quarterbacks, making life more difficult for them than um, it would they'd like it to be. And I think so far, uh, Staroff's offensive line has kind of been a little inconsistent. I think they've, they've had good stretches of play, especially um, two weeks ago when they picked up two wins and they gave Staroff more time to throw in those games. Um, you need Amir to step up. You need Santiago to step up. You need Romano to keep being as good as he is uh, blocking and receiving because he has had two bigger receiving games um, in, his, in his two of his three games this season. I just think that if they're able to give Sarah off time, that it could be a, a rough day for the Florida secondary. Um, as for Florida's offense, I think Girard just needs to stick to what he does best, which is run. Um, use your legs. You're the fast, probably the fastest guy on the field. Most times you step on the field and – don't force anything when the ship breaks down. Go make a play with your feet.
2: that Florida, Florida's one of my favorite teams to watch. It's such an exciting team uh, offensively and defensively. Love their line play. Um, here's the thing. Oregon, last week they played TCU. They, they played uh, a running quarterback, and they knew that they had to shut down a running quarterback. And they defensively, they had a spectacular game plan. I expect them to come out. Pretty much a similar game plan to shut down a running quarterback. They're going to make Jirok throw the ball. So this is going to be interesting to see. As far as line play goes, like I said last week, that Texas Tech-Oregon game, uh, it was brutal. Offensive line, it was a war. I I harnessed Santiago, and on the other side was uh, uh, um, Latempa and uh, and, and Amir. Yeah. I I, I have no problem with Oregon's line. They'll protect their quarterback. Uh, And don't underestimate Oregon's defensive line with uh, with Serhoff. Sarov so, gets to the quarterback.
1: Oh, Starve leads the league, leads the league in sacks right now. Um, he's one of the premier pass rushers in the league that's emerged this year as a pass rusher. Um, didn't play a lot of D line last year. I'm not really sure why at this point, but um, he. Is definitely a force on that D line that uh, JROCK is going to have to worry about. This is also a game that, in the captain chat, Jirok and Sarov definitely talk the most shit to each other of any quarter- two quarterbacks uh-huh. uh, since, the, since the beginning of the season. And they both texted me saying, "Can't lose this week." Like they don't want to give the, the, the edge to the other person because they know they'll be hearing about it for a, a year. Or maybe these teams will see each other in the playoffs. Who knows? Yeah, no, but, this um, is
0: this going to be a really good one. Like this, this is uh, be, this, this is a really good game. Of the game.
1: Week. This has crazy game-in-the-week potential, especially because of the rivalry between the quarterbacks. Um, I guess I'll start with my picks. Yes. I know you didn't get to talk about it, TJ. No, no, um, no. It's, I, it's fine. It's fine. Who did I pick? I forgot who I picked. Oh, I picked Florida. Um, I'm taking Florida. I think that um, Jirok running around is a lot for a lot of teams to handle. Um, Serov could easily prove me wrong if he's able to contain Jirok and keep him in uh, – in the pocket and have to use his arm to beat them, which I think they might try to do. But I, I trust Jrock man; he's a winner. He's one; he wins a lot at this at, at this sport. So I'm gonna I'm gonna rock with Jrock this week and pick Florida, the Jrock boys.
0: Um, I'm taking Oregon in this one. Um, I'll be tra- very transparent. I have Florida ranked ahead of Oregon in my power rankings that we're gonna do later in the show. But I'm taking – this is like my upset. I take like one upset every week now, my, or at least in my head, which I think is upset. So I think Florida's better than Oregon, but I'm going to take Oregon because I think in this game that we didn't really talk about, like a big thing – well, you did talk about it in Jirox running, but a big thing is grabbing the flag. And I think Joe Pip and Zach Ray are two of the best flag grabbers in the league, and I think that's going to make a huge deal in this game as well as Suroff on the defensive line. I'm taking Oregon. That's my, my upset of the week, Dad.
2: I'm going to go with Oregon here as well. Wow. Only because I like the way they played against TCU's running quarterback. Shut them down completely. And, and just like you said, they have probably maybe the best flag-pulling team, defensive team in the league. A uh, you know, name that's not mentioned a lot, but who's incredible. I watched him play Suarez. Justin Suarez. I, that, you know what? It's so tough to get by him. He's a fantastic flag-puller. And like you said, you got Zach. You got Steven the Demon. Uh, It's it's a good defensive team With a good defensive line I think it's going to be Tough for Florida this week I'm going to go with Oregon
1: Shout out Justin Suarez. Bro. Yeah, Kirsten, Kirsten, Kirsten I knew you were going to love him. Yeah, yo, came back into the league this year, and I always said he was one of the best flag pullers I know. And if you're, Tommy, you're seeing him play baseball for the first time. Uh, he played Notre Dame a couple of falls ago, but he is definitely one of the premier flag grabbers in the league. He always makes the grab when he's near the, when he's yeah, near that's, the ball. Yeah, that's why he I like him. a great middle of the field. They have
0: good flag grabbers. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that's like, no. that was a good observation by you right there.
1: Kirsten yeah, Like that. Yeah. Nope, I did. I like that one a lot. So uh, Christmas
0: got Florida and we both have um
1: Michigan State. Yeah, Giroc better not let me down. I gotta pick up a game. I don't like picking against Girac. Like I don't like I don't like
0: I I made the pick, but I don't like picking against you Yo, TJ, I, you
1: know I, why you don't like pick, you don't like picking against jerock Because it's like picking against like a really, really good quarterback. You're like you can always come back and do yeah, anything.
0: No, and I like Girac. Not saying yeah. not not saying that I don't like Seroff, but I also hate Seroff. Yeah, Siroff. I also I also like I also like Girac. So I don't I don't want I don't want either of these guys to lose, but someone has to lose, I'm taking Oregon. All right, yep. all right. Ten, 10 a.m. games. Let's start. Uh, Ole Miss versus Purdue. Dad, I'll let you start on this one.
2: Uh, I really like the direction Ole Miss is going. I see them getting better every week. Yeah. Uh, watching film last week, LSU versus uh, Ole Miss. I thought uh, Tommy had a great game. Uh, their line play is fen- phenomenal. Uh, you know their receivers. Uh, Paulie Collinow was one of the best receivers in the league, and I swear to God, they gets bigger every week. Uh, <laughs> it's it's. It's a good team heading in the right direction. Unfortunately, they're playing a younger team, a young in the league, and, and uh, they, they might have their work cut out for them this week.
1: Kurtz? Um, I'm going to use this time to call out Purdue. You got four games under your belt. Yeah. Um, you need to – well, first of all, they need to show up because I know Jaleel's missed Jaleel, – I think Jaleel's missed the last two games, and Rasheed missed last week also um they need to show up and they need to show out and they need to they need to fight in this one because this is a team where Ole Miss Tommy Galante could put you out early um their offense is clicking on all cylinders right now um they're a couple plays away from being undefeated or actually one play away from being undefeated I should say um I also like like Tommy said I like the way that Ole Miss is tre- uh, trending Tommy Galante it um, showed us that he can really use his legs ran for 150 yards last week against LSU. Um, he feasted on a team that really wasn't good at grabbing flags. And although Purdue's flag grabbing, I thought was, a, was very good, honestly, against Florida state. I didn't think they gave up any big plays due to flag grab missing um, really, but they, they need to step up. They need to play well. Deshaun needs to, I obviously he needs to stay healthy on the field. He got hurt early, very early in the game against Florida state, but, he, they need to – he needs to stop with the overthrows. He needs to stay on top of the ball. He needs to run a lot more when he can. And, uh, yeah, I'm calling out Purdue, man. I need them to play a lot better. I need the offensive line to commit to blocking all three guys and give Deshaun the time to throw so he doesn't feel under duress and he's able to use his, his athleticism when needed.
2: Can I jump in here and uh, give some advice to Purdue? Go uh, ahead. As a former three-time MVP that's not messed yes. up on this podcast. Uh, come out with a game plan that's going to limit your turnovers. You know what? Short passes, uh, you know what? Draw the defense in, you'll have time to strike, you'll know when to go deep. Uh, right now, just keep it simple. You know, I i, I throw to my lineman a lot. You got Johnny Samarco, one of the best ca- uh, pass catching linemen, I'd use him a lot more. But like I said, keep it simple, cut down on the turnovers. That's what you don't want to do. Turnovers lead to points and, and puts you in a deficit. Simple game yeah. plan and, and I'll come out and work from that. There, that's, yeah, and you got Kurtz. Kurtz,
1: no, I and it's just, um. I think the limiting the limiting the turnovers is the biggest thing. Um, scoring in the red zone, it's, it's a hard thing for all teams to do. Um, you need to find your quick hitters in the, when you're in the red zone that are able to kind of get you those easy yards, like Tommy was saying. Just take what the other team is giving you. Um, and when the time comes and you need to air it out, then then you air it out. But I like the idea of Tommy saying come out a more like, let's just gain some yards each play, continue to positively gain yards down the field, and maybe get into some fourth and manageables when you're like, okay, we can go for this. So it, it changes the complexion of the game if you're able to pick up a couple of first downs, maintain the possession of the ball and whatnot. So
0: Yeah, no, I think I think that you know the, the key to Purdue getting their first win in this game, that is like you said, keep it simple. Don't turn the ball over. Cause you know, if the game is close, and as much as I love Tommy, as much as we all love Tommy, he could give you one. He could give you one. Yeah. He could throw one. He could have that one play. I said it all the time. If Tommy doesn't have that one play a game, last we didn't have that one play. But if Tommy has that one play a game where he just throws the fucking ball up for grabs and someone could come down with an interception. And if Deshaun plays a clean game, it's possible for them to win. Um, I'll start with the pick. I'm going to take all Miss in this one, but I love that you guys came out and Kurtzman, you called them out and dad, uh, you gave them a little bit of advice. I think it's time. Like they, they got to get wins. If they're looking at the playoffs, they want to really, you know, make a run at, at being in the playoffs because anything can happen in the playoffs. But if they really want to start playing, like it's, it's only a few more games before, you know, it's over. So they they got they really have to get going this week. They need a they need a win. This is a must win in my
1: opinion for Purdue. Kurtz. Oh. Well, Purdue does have a doubleheader on this game, so I think that their best, obviously their best scenario is go two and out. But their worst case scenario has to be one and one. Um, I'm not sure if any of us are going to pick them to get one of those wins, just because we haven't seen a complete, really even complete half out of them yet. Um, I'm taking Ole Miss. Um, I bet against them. I've been wrong. I'm Owen three this year betting on Ole Miss games. Wow. Yeah. I picked them to lose. they, they they should, they, they should have been one and two in my eyes, but they're two and one. Um, I think they're a really good team and they're trending upwards and I love Tommy's game. And, but like you said, he could give them one, but I'm taking Ole Miss.
2: That. Yeah. I'm going with Ole Miss and yet two teams turning in different directions. Uh, but again, Purdue, i like to see them. You know what? Down by the goal line. If you're having trouble scoring, a lot of motion, a lot of rubs. Uh, you know, a couple of rub plays. Uh, you know, a couple of rollouts. Try something different. Uh, I like to see them make this competitive game. But in the end, I'm going to take Ole Miss.
0: All right, all three of us are on Ole Miss. Let's move to the other 10 a.m. game: Alabama <laughs> against Dartmouth. Dad, I'll let you start. How are you feeling about this one?
2: Okay. Like like I said last week, Joe played a complete game for the first time this uh, this season, and it showed. And they were awesome. Uh, I can I, As long as Tompkins is showing up, I'm sure that they're going to keep uh, trending upward. Uh, Bama is in a bit of turmoil. Um, they've got one win on the season. I, I like to see him be definitive who their quarterback is. I think Abby does a great job when he's in. Uh, I didn't see enough of um, Dev, of Dev uh, but I like him to settle on one quarterback and go in that direction. And the big thing for me with, Al- uh, with, with Alabama is I need a playmaker. There, there are a ton of great athletes on that team, but I need a playmaker. Like I said, I need someone who's going to go up and get that 50-50 ball. I need someone that's going to take a uh, you know a 10-yard slant and take it to the house. I need to see that from them. So with that said, I'll pass it on. <laughs> Kurt's go ahead. Um, no, I think a lot of what we told Purdue is a lot of what
1: we should be telling Alabama.
0: Yeah, I was, um, gonna, I was gonna take my time to call them out. I was gonna do the same Yeah, well. no, not
1: even, I wasn't even gonna call them out necessarily because I do think that at times here, Alabama has looked really good. Um, but there's just an, uh, a lot of inconsistencies on the offensive side of the ball. I think their defense honestly has done a pretty good job this year, um, in holding their opponents to minimal big plays and making them really grind out their possessions. Um, what I want from Alabama is I do think that if Dev is healthy, he should be the quarterback because Abby at receiver is it's a different it's a different type of person you can throw the ball to. Not that Dev isn't like a really good athlete out there at receiver for Abby to throw to, but we all know what Abby is much capable of, probably more capable of doing than Dev can at receiver. So I would like to see Dev play quarterback if he's healthy enough to play quarterback as much as he needs to. Um, with that being said, Abby is that athlete that you're that you're looking for for them. Uh, Tommy, you want him to be the guy that takes ten yards takes to the house. I think they need to do a lot of shorter stuff. Let the de- make the defense pull the flag. That's what I say to a lot of teams. Just make the other team have to pull your flag. Don't bail them out by incomplete passes, um, a lot of deep shots incomplete. like yeah. make m- make teams grind out possessions against you, six, seven plays. like make them work for it. That is a huge thing in flag football because a lot of offenses aren't capable of putting six, seven plays, good plays together. Yeah. and getting down the field. So Alabama, just keep it simple on offense, at least early. And defensively, I honestly, you can. I think you can keep doing what you're doing. I think you get a good pass rush with Wiz. Um, and I think that you guys have athletes in the secondary to make plays. So I think Alabama isn't, like, on the level of Purdue right now.
0: I agree. And what I'm going to say, what I'm going to say right now is kind of the same thing you said about Purdue, like, and kind of the same thing I just said about Purdue – Alabama needs to figure it out because if they don't figure it out here, time's going to slip up. Like people are going to start looking them at them as like a bottom feeder. If they get blown out this week, people are going to be like, okay, this team doesn't even know who the quarterback is and shit like that. Right. That's the way that people are going to start viewing them around the league. Like, and they're, they're, they're not like that. Like they should be better than them. I agree with you. Dev should be the quarterback. Cause Abby gives you just a, different level player on the outside. And that's no shade to that Dev, Dev at all. Cause I said, I liked the way Dev played quarterback. I didn't get to see him play last week, but I still liked the way he looked in that first week that I saw him. And I think, you know, that team, like we said it with Emmerich on the uh, preview for the season, like Emmerich's tired of losing. He doesn't want to lose. So I don't think that they're going to come out here and be sorry, because I think they have enough talent to not be sorry. And you know, like that, there's a bunch of guys in that team that want to win. And if this week they come out and lose, that team could start, you know, being even more turmoil and, you know, more frustration. So this is a huge week for them as well. And I think Dartmouth is, you know, we talked about how well uh, Ole Miss is trending. I think that you talked about it with Joe, and obviously Tompkins as well and that entire Dartmouth team, they're trending up as well. I think they, you could say that they've made the most improvement from week one till now, probably them and uh, Ole Miss, you would say the, probably uh, people would agree are probably the two two teams that have, you know, gotten better each week. Um, I think, you know, this is two teams going in opposite directions. I'll start with the pick. I'm going to take Dartmouth in this one. I
2: like them dad. How are you feeling? I also like Dartmouth. I need Joe, uh, to continue to play just as he did last week. And he played in poor conditions and he threw the ball. Well, I mean, better than well. Threw the ball. Excellent. So I just need him to continue on that trend. I'm going to go with Dartmouth. Coachman, do you,
1: you know, it's funny. I didn't even talk about Dartmouth. I'm going to give Dartmouth a little bit of shine real quick. Um, Joe looked amazing last week. Um, I love whatever they're calling in the huddle. It is working. Joe looks confident throwing the football. The offensive line has stepped up and played great for him. Uh, very decisive with the football. I thought their defense has done a great job turning the other teams over and making plays in the red zone. And, and they have been a very good flag grabbing team, I thought, this year. So, um with all that being said, I'm taking Dartmouth in this game. They are the team – another team that is trending in the right direction along with Ole Miss. Um, Dartmouth looking to possibly get to 4-1 and one after t- Sunday is over. They have a doubleheader. They get Alabama first. I'm taking them in this one. Uh, a lot of confidence in Dartmouth right now, and I think they are ready to explode this weekend.
0: So we're all on Dartmouth? Yeah. All, all, all of us are on Dartmouth? We all I mean, of- listen,
1: we said before the podcast it could be a little chalky in some games.
0: Yeah. No, and it's definitely so far. Are we, we haven't really disagreed much yet,
1: but um, we disagreed. We only disagreed on Florida, Oregon.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, let's move on to the 11 o'clock slate. Let's go Purdue, Michigan state, two teams that we've already talked about here. Um,
1: do we feel comfortable just making our pick in this game?
2: Yeah.
0: Um.
1: Yeah. I'll talk, I'll talk real yeah. quick though. Um, yeah. About like the matchup, I guess. Yeah. Um, this is a game that if Purdue – if Purdue, like, let's say Purdue loses to Ole Miss and they come out super flat against Michigan State defensive line, Overplay. that this game, like, it could be over really, really quickly. Deshaun's going to have to do a really good job of keeping his guys motivated throughout the day. They do play back-to-back, um, which I believe is an advantage, personally. I, I'd rather not uh, play sit-play. Um I think that Purdue needs offensive line once again needs to come out and protect Deshaun, give him time to throw. Let the receivers Mergle, uh, Jaleel, and Rashid work down the field. And um, I do think that they could give Michigan State a game, maybe. But I w- I'm going to take Michigan State. They're they, they're the more they're complete as in they execute game plans and they are way more prepared usually each week. So I'm going to go with Michigan State.
2: Yeah, uh, we've already talked about Purdue. Michigan State's got a really tough defensive line. And and you know, if you're a rookie quarterback, they can make it tough for you. Uh, coming off the a, a second game of a, of a doubleheader, you always get a little bit of a letdown. Hopefully that their first game, they're competitive, and they keep up that edge. And hopefully they'll make it a game in the second game. But I'm going to, to MSU here.
0: I'm also taking Michigan State in this one. Let's go to two- Michigan State.
1: Uh, Michigan State. I don't think anyone is yet to lose a first game and win a second game. So it's possible that one of these two, both either of these teams could be in that position. Um, I think it's definitely tough to lose your first game and have to go out there and play another one. But I also think that at the same time that motivates you to, Hey, we need to get really, really need this second game. So I think you could have two motivated squads, or you could have a team trying to get two teams trying to get and No, who knows. All right,
0: let's go to two teams. We haven't talked about yet. The other 11 o'clock game, Georgia against Texas tech. Kurtz, I'll start with you. How you feeling?
1: Um, let's see if Georgia shows up. No, uh, no, I, I, I'm just, I'm just messing with. It. I had to get one more jab at IB before it was all said and done. Um, no, but uh, I think that as long as Georgia comes to play and they're not in that mode that they're the best, cocky type of mentality, they could, they could come out here and do it to Texas Tech what they've done to, um, all the other opponents they've played thus far, which is blow them out. Um. I think for Texas Tech, the key is, for I think for any team against a uh, Georgia or an IB-led team is try to keep the ball out of IB's hands, which means you have to be able to execute six, seven play drives where you're picking up good yards. They are a very good flag-grabbing team um, all around. They have a lot of experienced flight football players and guys who are good at pulling the flag. So um, they are one of the most complete teams in the league, Georgia. Um, but if you're able to keep their offense off the field or possibly turn them over by rushing IB and making him a little more uncomfortable in the pocket, uh, you have a chance, but Georgia is an absolute juggernaut. And as long as IB is back there, they are a hard out.
0: Now, what do you think uh, Texas Tech needs to
2: do to pull off the upset in this one? It's going to be tough. Uh, uh, Georgia's got a great secondary. It's going to be tough on Billy. Uh, Billy is uh, a crazy elusive. He doesn't look like it, but he's elusive in the pocket pack there. He really is. Okay. And he's got a really good arm. Uh, I expect him to be competitive in this game, but uh, I think that the, the, the Defensive secondary of Georgia is going to be too much for him.
0: Yeah, this is this is one where you know if you have to beat this Georgia team by just strictly throwing the ball and like you said, Billy's elusive, but Billy's not going to kill you with his feet. Right, that's going to be tough. You know, you're gonna. I feel like you're going to have to to really get yards on the ground against Georgia to beat them straight up. Um, How do you feel? uh, How do you feel about the matchup against Texas Tech defensively against? against IB and crew. Well,
2: let's hope that Texas comes in with all healthy players. Uh, They were banged up last week uh, or the last uh, two weeks ago when they played. So hopefully – Everyone's healthy, and uh, the, we'll see the better players give us a good matchup.
0: You get the uh, Abdul-Sakar, Steve Ruiz, and Nick San, Santucci's his name? Yep.
2: Sadati. Sadati. Sadati, Sadati,
0: Sadati. And Nick Sadati against Jack Tyson, uh, TJ. Zach Tyson, TJ Angstead. That's your that's your, uh, yeah. your key matchups to look out for? Yeah.
2: We'll see who Abdul matches up against.
0: Kurtzman.
1: Um, Listen, I, I, think, I think playing man against Georgia is just the wrong um, thing to do. Uh, I think that that puts you at a real disadvantage when it comes to swarming the ball. No, not the like ball. they're play, man. That's just like the, the outside position player. No, no, I, no I, I'm aware. No, because he said who's Abdul going to match up against. But oh. um, I think a lot of the, the league now plays zone. So you don't really see necessarily big matchups anymore on the outside. It's more how are the quarterbacks going to be able to get their guys the ball um, in space.
2: Abdul uh, will have against, um, against your number one, Danino.
1: No, I, I'm aware. I just said most teams in the league play zone. Didn't say every team. Said most. Um, if they do play man against them, that's that's. I think I think that's a problem. But they can come out and play whatever defense they'd like. Uh, I think that the athletes for Texas definitely are capable of sticking with the athletes for Georgia. But there's no one really that can stick with IB. So um, it's got to be a team effort on defense. You really gotta. You always really got to be hustling to the ball and where it is and swarming the ball carrier because. If it's a one-on-one or even a one-on-two uh, in the secondary with IB, it's easy. It could be an easy six. So um, the main thing is just playing a smart game, turnover free, and Billy is definitely capable of doing that. Uh, we'll see what he comes out with game plan-wise.
0: I'll start with my pick. I'm taking Georgia. Um, I think they're going to be motivated after not playing and having their first you know loss of the season being a forfeit. Um, I think they're going to want to come out and prove that they are the best team in the league. Um, no offense to Texas Tech, but I think they're going to get uh, aired out in this one. I think they're going to take their anger out on Texas Tech. I think Georgia wins big in this one.
2: We'll take in Georgia. <laughs> Our all right. I think, uh, yeah, after uh, Georgia has the power rankings, they're going to feel they're disrespected. They have something to prove, and uh, they're going to come out and fire on an all cylinders just <laughs> to show everyone in the league who you know, who's still uh, uh, may be the number one team. So we're all on Georgia? All on Georgia.
0: All right, let's move on to – the uh, other 11 a.m. game. Oh, sorry, not the other 11 a.m. We move on to the 12 o'clock slate. Texas Tech against Dartmouth, two teams that we've already talked about. Dad, how do you feel these teams match up against each other, though? This should be
2: a good matchup. Uh, yeah. They're both playing the second game of a doubleheader, right? Yeah. Uh, so there'll be no excuses about who's the tired team, but uh, it's going to be who wants it more. Yeah. Um, if Georgia comes out and blows out Texas Tech and they're not competitive, that could take the air out of their sales. Yeah. I don't expect that. I expect them to be competitive. This is a really good game. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching this game. Uh, we've talked about both teams offensively and defensively. Uh, let's just move on and not give up. Picks yet or are we? Up? <laughs> no, no, let Kirsten talk about it first. Kurtz, go ahead.
1: Um, no, I think this is going to be a this could be a possible hungrier dog situation. Whoever Texas Tech. Yeah, I mean, if Texas Tech does go out there and lose, like we all predicted, they would in game one. Um, they're they're staring at they're at one and three, staring one and four in the face. Um, I think that is definitely motivating in itself, knowing that other teams could be rising the standings as you're falling down the standings. So I think that this is a game where Texas Tech, who is a talented team with a good quarterback and a good defense, is able to come out and. Uh, rebound possibly off this loss and kind of just take it on the chin and say, all right, lost to Georgia, got to move on, got to beat the next team we play. Dartmouth, as good as we talked about them, they're beatable. So, which I think most teams in this league, if not every team in this league is. Um, Dartmouth needs to just come out, continue on. If they come out of the week one win, uh, a game one win, they have to just continue that momentum, continue that hunger into a game two. They'll be sitting for an hour prior to this one, so maybe it'll give them time to game plan. Kind of figure out what they did wrong, what they did right, and kind of go from there.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Dartmouth gets a huge advantage getting to watch. They can watch the game. They get to watch the. Uh, they get Tech to watch them. by, yeah, yeah. They get exactly. They get to watch them play. Um, I'm taking Dartmouth in this one. I think that Texas Tech's going to be deflated after a loss against Georgia, and I think Dartmouth is going to be riding high over after their first win of the day. I'm taking Dartmouth in this one, Dad.
2: I'm also taking Dartmouth. I need Joe. I'm calling you out Joe. I need you to be strong for two consecutive games. I know you got it in you. I don't have that team has it in it. So I'm going with Dartmouth. So we're all on Dartmouth in this one? No, I'm
1: taking Texas Tech.
2: Oh, okay.
1: No, I wrote down Texas Tech. Uh, this is more of me, me saying that, uh,
0: Billy D'Amato is too good to go to one and four.
1: Um, I'm not sure if that is necessarily, I think the team as a whole is too good to go to one and four because I think they have a, a complete team on that side. Uh, injuries have obviously played a little bit of a, a problem early on for them, but um, like you said, Tommy getting two straight consecutive really good games out of Joe on the same day—not saying it's impossible by any means necessary, but um, not something necessarily we've seen quite often. So I think Joe could have a little bit of an off game. I also think that there's a possibility that Texas Tech is looking at this game as the hey, we might like Georgia is a we could maybe we'll be Georgia, but it, it, that's a Dartmouth is a much more winnable game than the game against Georgia, so I
0: think, I think that Billy is uh, Billy's going to air me out if uh, if I pick I'm picking them to go 0 and 2 this week. I just realized.
1: I know you are.
0: That's yeah. I don't like that by me, but I'm not. I'm not going mean, to. I'm not going to switch my pick, but I don't like that by me.
1: No, I just think that Billy, uh, Billy, Billy will get to two wins somehow before this day is done. And I think the most likely path. Is a loss to Georgia, but a follow-up win against Dartmouth. Um, I can see that? That's a good yeah. team. Yeah, I could see that. As yeah, nah, no, it's, it's, it's it would definitely be an upset. I think Dartmouth is probably ahead of Texas taking all three of our power rankings. But um, hey, listen, you got to go. It's any given Sunday, man. Anyone can go out there and beat anybody on any given day.
0: All right, let's move on to the other twelve o'clock game: Florida State against LSU. Dad, I'll start with you. How are you feeling about this one?
2: No secret. Uh, this is the for me the the number one team in the in the uh, in the league this year in FSU. Uh, I think that they can put it together on both sides of the ball. I think they have the best player in the league in Justin Ferrara. I think uh, LSU they they they're, they're, they're exper- experimenting this week. They're trying a new offensive line. Am I right, Chris? Um, you-
1: that's just sources say. We're not uh, sources say.
2: Okay. Well, well, if they don't and they come out with their old offensive line, uh, hasn't been playing well, it's not protecting Souls very well. Like I said, I haven't seen them step into a throw yet this year. Hopefully they, they get that worked out. Uh, Sobes is capable of giving anyone a game. Uh, I just don't think they're strong enough to match up with a team like FSU. Kurtz? um,
1: I think the key to this one is can Ken- – Stoves not throw any interceptions this weekend, especially not to Justin. Justin, um, probably a little hobbled is going to be a little hobbled in this game. Uh, definitely won't be a hundred percent. Um, but he's time. still going to be. He got hurt last when we were playing in a tournament, but he's going to be good. He's good to go. He's playing. Um, I think that if LSU was going to win this game, I think that the I guess the experimenting the new offensive line, if that's what they are doing, it's going to have to work quick or you might have to scrap it or or figure it out on the fly which isn't a good thing doing that against a team of Florida State's caliber uh Florida State has had a great pass rush all year which kind of which is probably somewhat of a cause for this the the change before this week because they kind of know that they got a good defensive line with Marola Lebo Matt Iavino, three good pass rushes to all able to get to the quarterback um LSU, I hope they come out with a good game plan. I hope they come out with a creative game plan where Spoh is getting the ball more, um, body still getting his shots downfield. But going downfield means you're going against Justin. I never really like throwing the ball up for up for grabs when Justin's in the area and not playing on my team. So um, LSU's got their work cut out for them.
0: How about how about can we call LSU out? Can we call we've been calling them out, but like if they lose this game, they're one and four. Yeah, like this is come on Sobe, this is it right here this this team's got to step up this this team really has to step up and this is like a uh this is a rivalry game too between augie and soaps
1: this is definitely a rivalry game um it's kind of a theme we're seeing in this uh in this podcast right now a lot of teams are on the verge of like a a 1 and 4 or an 0 and 5 yeah, type of yeah. start um so my question really quick is the league like at like a spot where after this week we could be looking at a like all right here are the six or seven that are really really good and the rest are kind of one one win. Yeah, I think that's exactly what we could be. Looking so are the, so let's put it like this: Are the are the teams in the lower half gonna step up this week and either a make games or b win the games? But uh, it's not. I don't want to get off track from the Florida State LSU game. Florida State Florida State's defense has been one of the best in the league in terms of turning the team turning teams over and scoring on defense. Um, they are enthusiastic. They're energy. They bring the energy every single week, um, which is attributed to Justin once again because he he brings the energy every week. So um, I guess I'll start with my pick. I picked LSU every week this year, every game this year so far. So obviously I'm one in three picking LSU games. Um, I'm taking Florida State. I was going to take LSU if Justin was out to boost Justin's MVP campaign, but Justin is playing. So I will be taking Florida State.
2: I'm going Florida State as well. A big game from Augie this week.
0: Yeah, I'm taking Florida State. Augie. And Justin and Kurtzman and IB are probably the top four guys for MVP right now. Um, I think, you know, even if Justin's hobble, I think when the game starts, will be fine. I think Augie's going to have a huge week against this LSU team. I like Florida State. All three of us like Florida State. That means we are all picking Zach Sobieski's team to fall to one and four while Augie flourishes too. A 5-0 and start.
1: start. Yeah, no. Um, listen, man, this Florida State team is really, really, really good. So if Sobes is going to pull off the upset this weekend, it's funny hearing Soaps having to pull off the upset. Usually it's teams. We're usually talking about teams pulling off the upset against Uh they're They, they got to play a complete game, and they have to get better at flag grabbing. The flag grabbing has been absolutely pitiful by LSU. I'm calling out the LSU flag grabbing. That's what I'm calling out. Because they have been, they made Tommy Gaunt look Lamar Jackson. I'm not sure who said that to me, but uh, that's how they made Tommy Gaunt look last week. Tommy can move. What? Tommy can move. No, 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 I no, 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 I know, but I, um, I'm pretty sure every quarterback has rushed for over 100 yards or close to 100 yards against the LSU defense so far. So you got to step it up.
0: All right, we are all on Florida State. Let's go to the last game of the day, TCU against blue mountain state Kurtz I'll start off with you how are you feeling about this last game of the day
1: here um so the first thing I'll say is obviously I was had to be capping a little bit when I said that uh, TCU had a full squad last week because they did not have a full squad last week on the last podcast I had three people text me about that so uh yeah as you can see I was not necessarily prepared for that game on the pod but anyway LSU I don't know if they're gonna have a full team again this week so they're just a team of a lot of what ifs right now um they, I think I'm playing for TCU against uh blueman' state they don't have enough guys so I, I'm not gonna pick against them this week because I think I might be playing for them but to talk about the game I think Eric Eric had a really good game a really good one game last week against Florida picking up the must win in the first game of the back to uh the back to back came out flat in the second game but um they just need to continue off of the momentum from last week's uh, one win, and they played well on offense for 40 points. Um, and as for Blue Mountain State, get better at flag grabbing. They're another team was flag grabbing has been a little subpar, uh, giving they're up practicing. a lot of
0: big I heard they're practicing flag grabbing this week. Yeah,
1: I heard they're practicing flag grabbing possibly this uh, before the game because uh, they gave up a bunch of big plays on the ground to Joe, who ran for 125 against them last week. So I think that Vin is kind of sick and tired of that being like dumb reasons for losing like that. Vin also needs to pick up his play. I think he would tell you that. I think he's missed a lot of throws that we're used to seeing Vin make and plays that we're used to seeing Vin make. Uh, so I'm looking for, I, I think I've said it three weeks in a row now, motivated Vin Gargano, not someone you want to bet against, but
2: um, I'll let you guys talk about it. I uh, You know what? I, just like you picked the Sog's and i C see where you're going to pick him. Blue Mountain State, I think because uh, I believe in Vin Gargano. They have, I, uh, I think that they have a lot of trouble against mobile quarterbacks. Uh, they lost to Augie. They lost to last week. They lost to Joe. Um, they have three, two or three losses. who Who is the l- other loss to? Um, they beat Purdue. They lost to Ole Miss. Ole Miss, sorry, right, another mobile quarterback. Um, where am I? Where am I? <laughs> I lose my train of thought. i uh, sorry.
1: <laughs> You, no, but no, a, no, I, no, I
2: know I, what you're saying. Right. No. Uh, oh yeah. I think that, uh, Eric, uh, you know, not playing off a double uh, first game. I, I'm, I'm still waiting for him to see him throw the ball. I saw him run the ball last week. I want to see him throw the ball. Hopefully conditions are good. I'll get to see him throw. Uh, he's got Dylan, uh, you're playing for him. I'm assuming you're going to play receiver.
1: I don't know what I'm going to do, but they, they, they told me I'm probably playing. Either way,
2: you, even if you're playing the secondary it helps the defense immensely. Uh Blue Mountain State's been having their troubles offensively. Uh I'd like to see him establish uh Paul Ferrari. I like to see him get more involved in the game. Uh Bryce plays him, right? Yeah. Uh, He 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 picked it up last week. I want to see more of him also. He's an exciting player uh in open field with the ball in his hands. Um, I I just, I I hope that, you know, they bring their a game as well as TCU. I like to see who's the better team with both teams at full strength. You're already telling me that TCU's missing players.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't, I changed my pick. I originally had TCU in this game. I'm going with blue mountain state. Now they're just missing too many guys. Like, I don't feel like they're like a, a full team. Like you said, like Kurtzman, you're having to play for them this week and shit. like, I'm just not into that team right now. Like, I feel like they don't have no camaraderie. They have no excitement to be playing. Um,
1: they lost yeah. Ed for the year. Yeah, Ed's uh, out for the
0: year. Like yeah. I think Blue Mountain State, especially they're gonna have a practice this week. Like they're really trying to get a win. Like, yeah, TCU says they want to win, but how badly do they really want to win? I'm not doubting anyone's competitiveness, like when they're out there playing, but like during the week, Blue Mountain State's going to have a practice. I like that. I like th- that mentality more than TCU's. A lot of guys aren't going to be there for obviously for valid reasons, but just that team just hasn't been able to piece together yet. I can't, I just can't pick them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm playing for TCU probably, so I'm just going to pick TCU. But if I wasn't playing for them, I agree with everything you just said. Now I'm
2: picking Blue Mountain State to win. Uh, I'm going to go with TCU here. Okay. Uh, Like I said, I don't like betting against Vin. I just like to see them pick up their game. I think it's going to be a good game, but uh, I'm going to go with TCU. I'll give it the Kurtzman factor.
1: (laughs) I love that.
2: All right. Um, let's go
0: to the power rankings. We're done with all the the games for the day right there. Yeah, That's all then. Let's do our power rankings before we get out of here. Kurtzman, you have your power rankings. You wrote them out. Let's start off with you. It's
1: biased. I did. I did do power rankings, Um, but they're obviously a little skewed due to the fact. But, um, no, I have Wyoming number one. I think we're the best team in the league. I'm obviously going to say that. I have Georgia number two, Florida State number three, Florida State's going to hate that. I said that. Um, I have Ole Miss number four. I have Michigan State 5, I have Dartmouth 6, I have Florida 7, I have LSU 8, I have Oregon 9, I have Texas Tech 10, I have TCU 11, Blue Mountain State 12, Alabama 13, Purdue 14.
0: I'll go my list. I have, at number one, Florida State. At number two, Wyoming. I move Georgia to three. I will give them their number one spot back depending on how the week goes if fsu comes out and airs out uh lsu i think i'm going to keep them at the one but there's a good chance that you could see uh georgia you know climbing back up to that one spot on my power rankings number four i have dartmouth five florida six Ole miss seven msu eight oregon nine tcu 10 texas tech 11 lsu 12 Blue Mountain state 13 alabama 14 purdue
2: dad all right, let's get to the ones that really count here. First of all, uh, Kersman does nothing but praise FSU, then throws him under the bus at number three. Makes no sense. FSU, <laughs> I mean, I'm allowed to think that my team is better than them, and I'm allowed to they think were that I think At least number
1: two, they don't have a loss yet. Okay, and Georgia's only loss was uh, a forfeit. And keep ball. You know what, Georgia, did, and, all right, Georgia, just to really quickly, Georgia's only loss is a forfeit, and they – Gave up six points, six, uh, 12 points total in three games. I'm sorry. And they won, they,
2: they scored over 100 points in three games. So. It's a bad job by the team by not showing up last week. I'm sorry. So you're penalized, we <laughs> you all penalized them by yeah. not making them number one. Yeah, I think it's a dog move. I, listen, I love Georgia, I love the kids on that team. I think it's a dog move not to show up, play a, a football game. Okay, okay, well, I was going on on the field performance. That. We used to have a, a, a saying when we used to play, you used to show up with kids like a half a team missing and we're playing with, with the bare minimum. We used to say, uh, don't worry about the horse being blind, just load the wagon. That's the fucking mentality you have to have when you play this game. I so, agree. All right, here we go. Number one, FSU. Number two, Wyoming. Number three, Georgia. Number four, Ole Miss. I don't know why you disrespect your boy Tommy, but they're number four. I,
0: so, they, I put them at you, six. Six. I, mean, I have
1: them at four, also. But they lost.
0: They uh, lost.
2: They lost to Florida. Okay.
0: Florida's a good okay. team. Yeah. So I put. I give Florida their respect. I put Ole Miss number four. four. Your boy. How about your boy Joe? You don't put him at four. Right. I put him at four. Calm down.
2: <laughs> they got blown out by FSU, which is bad. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, number five, MSU, uh, Michigan. Yeah. Number six, Dartmouth. Number seven, Oregon. Number eight, Florida. Number nine, LSU. Number 10, Texas Tech. Number 11, TCU. Number 12, BMS, Blue Mountain State. Uh, 13, Bama. 14, Purdue. Yeah.
1: Me and Tommy have the same rankings, except for seven, eight, nine. We have them in a different order. To me, that- I,
2: and when you hear this, don't get upset. To me, anywhere between nine and 12 could be anywhere eight, between four and 12. Yeah, LSU, Texas Tech, TCU, and, BM, and, and Blue Mountain State. Either one of those teams could be, you know, the, to me, they're all right now, they're all in the same pile. You know, once they, they just gotta persevere and, and you know take take lead of that pack and move up in the standings. Yeah,
0: our power rankings don't mean anything, also. It has nothing to do with the game. So when you go out there and you beat a team that's higher than someone on someone's power ranking, you can let us know about it. But at the end of the day, my power rankings don't mean shit and neither does anyone else's on this podcast. Our power rankings don't fucking mean anything. We do it because it's fun and people yell at us about it, and it's and it's just for pure entertainment. But at the end of the day, the power rankings
1: don't mean a thing. Well, I say the same thing. Go out and beat a team and then move up in the rankings. Put me wrong. Yeah. Listen, man, a wise man once said lists were just made to argue about. So go argue about them.
0: All right. Uh, is that going to be it for the podcast?
1: um yeah i think we're all done um i'll have stats updated i know my computer is bugging out tonight i'm not sure what was going on so i couldn't really get all the stats and put it by guy a little bit of them done um i'll try to have those done before this week starts so that i'm all caught up and ready to go and we'll have those out soon um if you're still sticking with us this late good for you appreciate it uh this will be out
2: that you got anything to say Oh, looking forward to the games this
0: week. Yep, same Looking yep. forward to the games. We'll catch Rain or shine. We'll catch you guys at the field on Sunday. See you then. Peace.